lifepodcasts.fm. This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. People are reshaping the mindset of the masses. Africa State of Mind. It's not often that I get deep and pull out scriptures when it comes to introducing one of my guests on Africa State of Mind, but this time round, it couldn't be avoided. The scripture that keeps coming to my mind over and over again with regards to him is, your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. I think if you allow me to have some poetic license, I'd like to add to that and say, not only has he been brought before great men, but he also has become a great man that people want to be around. He is literally your uh, your favorite artist's favorite artist and sees his calling as bringing joy to people. He's just about the music and has a unique ability to bring people across races and cultures into the same place, dancing to the same beat because his music is solistic. Better known to everybody as Black Coffee, Nutty is a household name and I'm so privileged and excited to have him as a guest on Africa State of Mind. Black Coffee, welcome. <laughs> I'm just like, how are you doing? It's so good to see you. I'm so emotional. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for being here. So, first of all, I mean, like, I literally just have to say congratulations. I know that I'm sure you get that all the time, but it's like your journey has been long, you know? So, congratulations. You know, you know, you know. Now, I remember back in the day, YFM, I don't know, in YMAG, there was an article, and I keep on seeing the image. I don't know if you remember the article. It, it, it had you as Black Coffee, the bootleg king. And I can't remember if Tami wrote it or Kabomo wrote the article. Yeah. what a br- I still remember that article because it was so iconic. And, and I remember in the article, he said something along the lines about how you're the person that everybody wants to be bootlegged by. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got into trouble so much. Uh, for doing bootlegs at the time. Uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, YFM being YFM at the time, they were the voice of the youth. Yeah. And turned the story around into a positive thing. You know, yeah. with that line you just said now. Yeah. You know, like every artist wish to be bootlegged by. Yeah. You know, um, and that was the beginning. You know, I, I just used to have, I, I took it as my way of learning dance music. Mm. I took it as my way of just learning to work with vocals and obviously couldn't work with a Tandy Swamazwai, mm. so I'll put like a song yeah. and then she'll be singing on my beat, <laughs> you know, and I'll have some pure Dana singing to my beat yeah. as well. It was my way of just growing and learning to arrange the music, learning to um, make sure that the music and the vocal it was it was a way of teaching myself how to produce for vocalists yeah you know and it grew me to a to a certain level uh, and back in the day the dream wasn't to really release the music or it was just dj tools you just play this thing in a in a club where people know the song but it's different and it my it's my weapon for the night. Yeah, you know that's that's what I used to do. Yeah, because I even remember when I first heard the Alicia Keys um, in Common remix, it literally took me back to that time. I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh, this is exactly. It was Nazi. actually it was <laughs> meant to like that yeah. remix. A lot of people don't understand. Uh, it sounds it sounds like that on purpose because yeah. I just felt like they just woke up to house music. Yeah, like in our way, like. And so they did this song based on like a, 20, a 2008 
version of house music. Mm. It wasn't like futuristic. Yeah. Yep. And then, so when I got an opportunity to do it, I took it back there. I was mm. like, this song is supposed to sound like, like this, this yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. So I just, it wasn't a big, like, let me be forward thinking. I just went back. Yeah. It could have been on my 2009 album. Yeah. That's definitely. how it sounds like for me. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, when we think of house music, like South Africa, I kind of feel, and you know, I tread carefully where house music is concerned, but I kind of feel that South Africa is one of the house music capitals globally. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it only, I mean, I think from what I've heard and from what I understand, you're like not even one of the top house DJs in the world and producers. You're like the top of the top. I'm getting there. <laughs> you're there. We <laughs> can. <laughs> but it's like for you, what do you think it is that's unique about, um, you know, house music from South Africa and how that translates globally? Because you've got people who just show up at your shows. I heard yeah. the story about how Diddy was like basically yeah. looking for you. Yeah. What do you. And it's it's always about the music. What is it about house music as it pertains to South African culture? That you feel that is that draws people to it. I think we we as a country just love music. Yeah, you know we this is one place where like really uh, almost everyone can sing. Yeah, like for real. Yeah, like, <laughs> almost everyone here can sing. And well, I think what we've never had was uh, opportunity mm. and um, like platforms to. That's why if you go to Soweto, there's so many big groups. Um, whether it's gospel, you know, or traditional, there's just so many um, music groups in this country. And mm. so we grow up around that. Mm. Uh, every second person has been in a, in a choir. Mm. You know, that's how it is. And um, so when house music came and, and how it came uh, with the compilations, it kind of like spoke to us on the same level and I, this is my view, uh, as the same level as how the R&B on Sundays here mm. sit on us, mm. you know. Um, and that's what we've kept. Uh, house music in South Africa is very musical and soulful and yeah. jazzy. And the world has gone far and came back. Mm. We're still like the roots. We're still here, yeah. you know. Um, like I said, but all we need is just opportunities and mm. being from here um even back in the day i've always felt like if you gave me a floor to perform i'm not scared mm. and i'm sure there's a lot of young kids who mm. who can say the same because they know their story mm. you know that's how that's how much we love music as a country yeah most definitely and and you know what i even like about just I mean, because I think it was Yufanik who made a comment about how wherever it is that you are, like you're the person who's opening doors for people. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like you have that thing. And I guess it's also in, in South African culture and African culture in general. Like we, you take people with you. Very much. You yeah. know, very much. And it's sometimes it's not, you know, it's not even conscious. Yeah. You know, it's like where I'm from, there are guys who some of them are even better than me yeah. in this thing. You know, and and also I'm aware that the world is just saying black coffee. Like, and I, I feel like it, there's something not real about that because yeah. I must be from my home. Yeah. You know, where, where are you from? Where's your family? Yeah. And I know I have talented brothers and sisters, yeah. so I can't wait for the world to meet 
everybody. The rest of us. Mm. And I feel like when they meet the rest of us, we can be stronger. Mm. I can't be just one guy who holds it down, mm. you know, and I can bring other people on and they then we can create a scene. You know, one of the things we've, we, we've started um, is a concept called Africa's on a Jungle. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, Africa's on a jungle is, is one of those things where yeah. um, every year I, I come from, I've been coming from the tour and then I'll I'll do like bookings as black coffee. And it just, I just felt like, you know, being away, I've been blessed enough to come back and do something different mm. where I can create a platform and have this series of artists mm. with me. So, if you want to book me, you can't book me alone. Sure. So you book the entire stage. Yeah. And this is the Africa's on the Jungle mm. stage. And it's so beautiful to see it gaining traction, mm. you know, uh, festivals picking it up. And, mm. you know, but that's what it's, it's about. It's about community. Mm. And what I would like to see with Africa's on the Jungle is Coachella taking it. Definitely. As a stage, Tomorrowland taking it. But yeah. the, besides those two big ones, there's so many other festivals mm. in Europe and in America mm. where. I'd like to see this thing going as a collective, mm. as a stage, and we just plug in and we do what we know. Mm. Yeah. Now, what I also love is that, you know, as you mentioned, Africa is not a jungle. You've got music is king. You've got Africa rising. You're literally like the concept king as well when it comes to music. You put it because it doesn't just happen. You know, it's like you, you have a purpose for everything. Yeah. So, so talk to us about that because Africa rising, that was, I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember, I don't know if you remember actually at the launch of the DVD where I, there were some people from Nigeria who had come, come yes, to visit. Yes, yes, and yes, then they yes, were all like, yes. Lee, do you know Black Coffee? I'm just like, oh my gosh, guys, I've not <laughs> seen him in like years. <laughs> like, you know, because like literally everybody was like, how is this even happening, you know, within the continent? And that's not something you see even around the world. So there's Africa rising, music is king, Africa is not a jungle. How do you, how do all of those different um, kind of um, products work differently? I think it, it starts with um, the narrative, you know, before it, it's even a, a concert or, you know, a music concept. You know, what, what are we trying to achieve? Mm. And for me, the, is, uh, my job or I feel like one of my callings is to change the narrative about the continent. Mm. And But you, you can't um, want to change something you can't wait for other people to change it for you. Mm. It has to start with you. And these are the concepts that I'm doing um, to um, show people who we are. Mm. Because there's been so many misconceptions about yeah. who we are. So um, Africa Rising is a show that has a 24-piece orchestra. Yeah. You know, um, the show was done in 2012 in a stadium. And when Europe is waking up to where I am today, I always say, have you seen Africa Rising? Yeah. They're like, explain. You yeah. know, and I said, no, it's a concept. Yeah, it's a concert we did in a stadium in 2012. So they're like, so in 2012, you played in a stadium? Because <laughs> they're just waking up to yeah, black coffee now. Like, yeah. oh, your career, you, you're the new kid on the block. We, yeah. I'm like, listen... <laughs> We, we have been doing this thing for a while, you know, yeah. and we have been doing it to the highest level, we mm. know, you know, and that's that's what I'm trying to do. And Africa's on the Jungle is one of those things where mm. 
it's like these young producers and DJs who are so forward thinking, mm. who understand who they are, where they come from, mm. who understand how to fuse our music with what the world know, you know, and because that's for me that's what it's it's all about. And in the past, we've been too raw that they will create that world stage for us, you know, where mm. we sit in a corner. Oh, yeah. The you famous know, world music. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. And so even in the big festivals, there's a world music stage. Mm. So you get the big artists from this country. They will say, I'm going to perform in Copenhagen in a festival. Like, wow. Mm. But then they taken into that small world stage, mm. you know. And, and I feel like we deserve to play with other kids. Yeah. You know, I feel like we have what it takes to be on the main stage. Mm. But we need to be aware. Mm. We need to know how to blend what the world is listening to, mm. to what we are. And that's the conversation. Otherwise, we keep being pushed to that corner. You know, even even with the BT Awards. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful I won an award. Yeah. And, but I, I look back <clears throat> and think about how it was how excited I was at first thinking, oh my gosh, I'm this, I was staying in LA at the time. Mm. I'm going to go to the awards. I'm going to meet so many people, like big superstars, mm. you know. Um, but then the invite says Friday. Because mm. Friday is for the it's world the, music people. Yeah. You know, it's like, get in. Um, we're going to shoot yours. Every now and then you must pretend like you're clapping and there's a lot of people and then we'll edit it with the big one. We'll maybe edit you sitting next to Beyonce. <laughs> like, <laughs> like something like that. Oh my gosh. And it's cool that there's an award, it's here, but you just feel like you are this unwanted kid. Mm. Like the, you're being done a favor. Like, you know what I mean? The yeah. award is amazing, but... It's like, yeah. so now I have this thing, but I feel like, is it even real? Mm. You know, like, I would like to see the awards for the people that came on Saturday and <laughs> compare, mm, mm. you know. Um, the gesture is amazing, mm. you know, but w what we really want is just opportunities. Mm. Like everyone else, we want to be on the main show, mm. you know. If And if our music is not good enough, it's okay. We go back to the drawing board like everyone else yeah. and keep getting better. But yeah. if you're going to keep us in a corner and it's, there's no one greater there, we are all, as you sing in your language, I sing in mine, I'm using my traditional instruments, mm. we're all there, then there, there will be no growth. I mean, I, I think I heard in an interview where you said when people used to book you, they actually had like bongo drums oh, and so forth. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> that's, that's where we come from. But we were yeah. very aware yeah. of what we were trying to do yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And we didn't want the stereotypes. Yeah. You know, I remember um, doing an interview. We had done a, 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 a documentary with the resident advisor. And so I was, they put me on the couch on stage and they were just asking me about my country based on the movie they were just watching. And one guy stood up and he said, so what is it that you want to do like in the scene? And my answer, and this is like probably six years ago. And I said, I want to be number one. Mm. And everyone freaked out, mm. you know, because what are you talking about? Mm. You know, yes, we're cool with you. Like, 
this guy from Africa, you know, we just saw African kids singing in the school. Yeah. That's fine, but what do you mean you want to be number mm. one? You know, and I said it. You know, I'm like, th- that's what I want to be. Mm. That's I'm answering the question, mm. you know. And it's so beautiful. Mm. At this point, I don't even care about that because I feel like I've gone beyond mm. even that sentence, that what I said that night, I've gone beyond it. Definitely. You know, but I think what we deserve as as Africans is the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. And we're not asking for them from people. We must create them ourselves. Definitely. You know, that's why I, had, I have mixed feelings about the movie, but I like the Wakanda movie because mm. when they show Wakanda, it's, it's not funded by an outsider. It's not run by an outsider. Mm. It's it's even hidden. Mm. That's what I would love for Africa to be. Mm. Like close our doors mm. and start building mm. on our own. You know, and um, so we can have equal equal opportunities like like everyone else. I mean, something that you that you that you've been working on for a long time. I don't know how far it how far it is in development. Is I think Gong Box, and yeah. what I like about it is that as we know, you know, you you always hear about like people who pass away. You know, they don't own their masters, Man. musicians, and we've seen it happen in the continent. It happens all the time. It's like the same story, but and people don't seem to understand this idea of content being king. Like, how does that work yeah. in terms of the music industry and yeah. so forth? So. Can you break that down? Because I think that that's a powerful platform. Tell you something very, very interesting. I'm not even allowed to speak about it, but I will because <laughs> it's you. Um, artists, big story, Otella, my Otella Queens, my Shatini story, mm. how, excuse me, he was signed to Galo and he was big. Mm. He was big everywhere in the world. You know, a manager who was French knows his songs and mm. he, the guy never traveled to Africa. Mm. Like he knew Mashatini from there. Wow. You know, um, so and the story breaks like he died with nothing and he was signed to Galo and, mm. you know, there's so many similar stories. And while we're working on Gong Box <clears throat> and we're quite close to launching it, we've kind of like met up with people that have similar interests and we are. Actually, are buying Gallo, the record label. Wow, <clears throat> the entire catalog. Um, That's incredible. And like how the conversation is about that, it is even beyond um, a business move. Yeah, it's like we are buying the land, yeah. and we want to come and redistribute it back to the people. Yeah. You know, because when you buy a company like Gallo, the contracts that are there, already you know. Mm-hmm. Like the, the artists have signed these contracts and they are not so good. Mm. That's the first thing we want to look into, how we can change the change contracts, it, yeah. the existing ones, so that they are quite fair with the artist. Whether it's like a 50-50 thing moving mm-hmm. forward, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that's where the conversation starts. Mm. So. Gongbox is an enabler in that space where just besides we us um, pioneering in hosting African content and music, we are now getting into a space where we also want to kind of like get the rights of the music mm. 
back. This is huge. You know, um, yeah. yeah, I hope I don't get into trouble. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, you know, I feel like what I love about this is that, and I'm not just saying it, is that if it was somebody else doing it, I would, it would kind of feel like a thing of self, but I know that your heart has always been around you. I'm going to take people with me. Right. I'm going to empower and enable other people, you know, because you don't actually have to be doing any it's, of that. It is such a, a blessing yeah. uh, on the highest level, yeah. actually, that um, we were in this space mm. where this opportunity came because mm. starting Gongbox was about that. Gongbox is um, a platform that doesn't require you to be signed to a big mm. company. Uh, to, an, to an extent, in my label, I've let all the artists go mm. um, so that they can start their own labels. Mm. All we want from Gongbox is just bring your master. We don't mm. care where you come from. You know, where with all the platforms, even I myself, as established as I am, mm. I can't go straight to you, to uh, Apple Music mm. and say, hey, I have my own label. That's crazy. It doesn't work like that. So you wow. kind of like have, need to have like a, a bigger brother. Mm. So like sign to Universal mm. first, then we can have your music. Mm. Or find someone else, like the smaller distributors, outside South Africa. But that's how it works. Mm. You have to sign with them to be able to. Mm. And we want that direct relationship um, um, and business. If you're an artist, you're saying, I'm an artist, I have an album, you just bring it. Yeah. You know, and we want to do it across the continent, basically. I think that's incredible. I, I you know, I think, I, I just want to also backtrack just a little bit. Um, I There was a story that I used to hear, like, in the days of YFM, and I didn't know if it was true or if everybody was just kind of, like, saying it to say yeah, it. Yeah. But the story was around how Brahim Asikela would only, you were the only person in the continent that was allowed to officially remix him. But Brahim Asikela was kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, he can remix me, you know? <laughs> and it was such a, I, I don't know if that story is true or not. Well, I, I was never told, but, <laughs> but thinking, thinking about it, there's yeah. no, there's, there's no, there hasn't been yeah. any human, official human singer yeah. remix. Yeah. You know, and that, that was my first single. Yeah. You know, that was me. Yeah. That's how I started. Yeah. You know, um, it was very special. gentleman. So- so for me, I guess, um, I guess for me, I think the reason also why I brought that up was to kind of uh, ask, you know, with Brahim Asikela and all of them, when they were doing music, there was also like a whole movement around it. Yeah. And I feel as though what you're doing now with the different platforms, you know, and now with Music is King and so forth, is that you're rebranding the continent. You're rebranding what it means to be an African musician, an African DJ, an African producer, you know. And it's because I, when I look at what's going on in terms of music, music is what is giving Africa a different face. Yeah. So for projects like Music is King, how does that translate? Because now you have a global audience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you've got the continent on lock, yeah. but now you've got a global audience as well on lock. Yeah. How does a project like Music is King, how does that? Um, the Music is King vision is actually just bigger than music. Mm. Um, myself, Nelson Makamo mm. and Laduma, we are working on opening a school, mm. um, an institution for fashion, art, and music mm. called FAM. Mm. And um, so when we did Music is King last year, I wanted to incorporate what we are trying to do with FAM. Mm. You know, how it started uh, when I was planning the show, I wanted to have Virgil Abloh, mm. who's wow. yeah. a designer, to... Um, 
because the DJ is to come and be part of the show. Mm. I wanted to have Swiss Beats, who's the producer. Mm. Uh, I wanted to have Alec Monopoly, who's an artist. And what we would wanted to do was to do workshops on a Friday, mm. have a virtual Ablo sitting with Laduma. Oh, wow. Talking fashion to people that are interested in fashion having Alec Monopoly and Nelson Magamo talking art, mm. having myself and uh, Swiss Beats talking music. Mm. Um, that was the plan. And it got through all through off a bit when Virgil couldn't make it. And then we had to kind of like improvise and we still had Alec Monopoly coming. Um, he was painting live on stage while mm. there was performances. And... We even had them painting Tanu Somazwa's dress while mm. she was singing on stage with Nelson Makamo. Mm. And we had Rich Mnisi uh, dressing all the artists with local designers. But that, for me, that's the bigger picture where mm. it's beyond music, it's also conversation. Mm. And um, it's not a one-day thing, it's bigger. Yeah. So where we can really start creating opportunities for all these three creatives mm. that we are working with. Mm. You know, because we, we are working on the school and it's something that we want to do. Yeah. So we want it to fit into the same picture mm. where we know we have an annual event and every year we can bring a, like a guest designer mm. who understand our vision, who understand that we we are building this thing and it's, we're building it for mm. for African people. Yeah. You know, that's another thing about FEM. FEM is... Latuma went to study in London. Yeah. And um, we all grew up knowing, like even in music, uh, people at my, in my times, when I was studying music, they talked about Berkeley mm. being that... That place. It's prestigious yeah. place for music. Yeah. And um, we, that's what we want to change. Yeah. We want the best art school, the best, the best music school, mm. Because we are best in music. We mm. are best in art. Mm. We are best in fashion as Africans. Yeah. We've always been. Mm. And so why don't we have the best of all these things on the continent? Mm. And that's where it's, it starts. So we, wanna, we want the younger generation to grow up knowing mm. that if I want to be the best in music or fashion or art, that's where I want to go. I love this, yeah. You know, we want the world to come all the way here, mm. you know, because... The curriculum is not going to teach them about Versace. Mm. You know, we need to find our own history. We need to start digging who were our first celebrated artists were, mm. our own musicians were. So our curriculum is based on our own history mm. and, and our own roots mm. in all these three different um, faculties. Mm. And that's the plan, to create something that is for Africans. Sure. Yeah. That's, I mean... I feel like I can just drop mic there because <laughs> <laughs> I just love everything about uh, like your, you know, when I speak to you even more and more, it's just like your life's purpose is so clear. It's like crystal clear and it's very, it's not very often the people, it's like clear that this yeah, is what it is, you. you know. Thank you. Like we, yeah. we, we, we pray and hope, you know, like yeah. there's so much that we want to do mm. and then sometimes we can't do, do it alone, but we're not the generation, like the three of us. Mm that is going to wait for nobody. Yeah. You know, like I have a show on Saturday, last minute, 80% of the sponsorship pulled out, you know, and 
we can't stop. Yeah. You know, the show must go mm. on. And we are that generation that, you know, even if you say no, <laughs> we're going to push. We want to make mm. it happen because mm. we understand the purpose mm. and we understand the, the power that we've been given, mm. you know, and there's so many younger people that are looking up, mm. uh, like hoping for inspiration, hoping for help. Mm. There's so many kids who come to me and say, why don't you open your own school? Mm. Your DJ school, you know, how do I start? Where do I begin? Same goes for Nelson, same goes mm. for, for Latum. Yeah. And we are all so driven. I mean, the three of us uh, got a building in town and since I've been traveling, we did everything and Latum, I said, no, I'm going to move in first because I need, I think I went like a month later his entire factory was running. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like for real. Like wow. There's like thirty people employed, like sure. making yeah. stuff already. You know, and I I thought I was the one who's like so <laughs> driven amongst yeah. you know, that's how we are. And I walked upstairs, Nelson has created like an art gallery in the mm. building, you know, of all his works. You know, his his uh, studio is so busy, he's, everyone is like so ready, mm. you know, and this is the energy we need to pass on to the to young people. people. Yeah. yeah, and so for Music is King, um, this coming weekend, w- like just give us a sneak peek. I mean, the whole idea is for people to get there, but give us a sneak peek of what, um, because your mind is creative, so I'm very curious. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> look, we what we're trying to do is we <laughs> we want people to come and just enjoy yeah you know um if you i mean look at the lineup it's always going to be like this where it's not really south africans opening up for an international artist Mm. and we've told this to the artists Mm. this is your show Mm. everyone bring in your best set Mm. you know we have a guest there's one guy from outside who's Mm -hmm. our guest and every year that's how it's going to be we bring our best we get a guest to come on board we bring our guest and because we need to start creating these platforms mm. as also as artists for mm. ourselves, you know, uh, because anything else we don't create ourselves, there's always a price tag, even though we don't see it. There's always a... There's mm-hmm. always... And even with the school, with with um, FEM, mm. already with, there's people interested saying, we like the idea. Mm. Why don't you come? We underwrite it. And then we can... <laughs> and I'm like, it's, that's amazing, mm. you know? Uh, but <laughs> there's a narrative here. Mm. How do we then communicate that moving forward? Mm. Now, if we we are um, we there's a big picture of us on a mm. billboard next to this big English name. You know, how do we continue yeah. saying we are building this mm. for ourselves when someone just signed a check? Mm. You know, so it's beyond just you giving us the money. It's we want it. We want the the world to see this thing mm. being built. Mm. We're actually going to document that. Mm. We want to raise funds. We want to like, travel the world. We're going to do like auctions. And we wanna, we're going to literally record everything that we mm. do to raise money. And even if someone came and said, how much do you want? Here it is. We don't want that. Mm. We want to build this thing, you know, ground up so that it can inspire. We want to sell T-shirts. We want even the young kids mm. to know that they contributed to... Th- their Good. school, yeah. you know. Um, so there's a lot that w- we need to do, mm. but it's just how, mm. you know. So Music is King is there for that. Like, this is our platform. Mm. 
we have a guest and you know we we don't have like this mm. don't go that side it's the international artist side stay on this. and we remember those stories <laughs> even when people's music would be like turned down yeah, like yeah, the yeah, we, <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> time don't don't walk there <laughs> when you perform stay in this corner of yeah. the stage yeah you know this is a show for for all of us and we got south africa's mm. best artists yeah. basically yeah. and everyone who's on the lineup is is like as hard as hard working yeah. they've had great careers you yeah. know and they're there to showcase their their art yeah Black Coffee has been awesome spending time with you. Um, you I, I, there were so many other things I could have asked, but you know, I, I also heard about how you used to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and then at 4.30 in the afternoon you were milking cows. Yeah, God bless day. your heart for, every day. God bless <laughs> your heart for that. Day. Twice a day. Because I, I was not there for that. I was like, listen, <laughs> I'm like, even in Uganda, I was telling my grandmother, I was like, I love you, but it's not happening, no, you know? It, it did, man. But, but I think that what is so evident is that just that work ethic, because I know, I mean, I heard... Uh, a point where you said that this shouldn't be you like you know a person who came from where you came from yeah. but in retrospect that hard work ethic even now from what I understand you just come from Dubai then Miami then this then you yeah. know that you're in and out your hard work speaks for itself your gift makes room for you and more than anything else I feel like legacy is when you drop things into other people's lives and you continue you always have done that and you continue to do that so I'm just like, so excited to see thank all you. the other awesome things that keep thank coming you, your way you, thank you very much thank you thank I'm gonna you. come back there's so much more to talk about no definitely in a different space now definitely there's so much yeah. I really look yes. forward to it yes, thanks thank you so much Head to lifepodcasts.fm to find out more on the positive changes people are making on the continent in Africa State of Mind. Subscribe to this podcast at lifepodcasts.fm or on your favorite podcast app. Subscribing to a live podcast is free.